0: gods of the theater smile on us you who sit up there stern in judgment smile on us you who look down on actors and who doesn't bless this yearly festival and smile on us we offer
1: you hello and welcome to episode 32 of thespis in the green room We are your hosts, Bruce and Melanie. Hello. And hello. How are you, Melanie?
2: I'm well. How are you?
1: I am well as well. (laughs)
2: <laughs> well good i'm glad we've got that established
1: that's right <laughs> it's nice to be back to it chatting is. we've now made this three weeks in a row haven't I, we i don't
2: know what's happening yeah it's great it's schedules
1: amazing. you know the the moons are aligning or something yes. planets stars stars there we go you know, stars celestial, are,
2: celestial celestial beings,
1: beings or are aligning <laughs> well yes. it's nice to be back as usual and uh catch up on all things theater Indeed. So any productions that you've had a chance to see this last week or so?
2: Yes. All right. I was able to attend seventeen seventy (sighs) six, the musical about declaration of independence.
1: Yes, yes. That was at
2: Converse College. Very nice. And I was able to get over to sparkmark Little Theater and see Smokey Joe's Cafe.
1: All right. Excellent. Yes, we talked about that with Leroy. We so, did. yeah. Did you enjoy?
2: I did. Well, what are you going to say? <laughs> <laughs> no, I know, I
1: know. Yeah, I'm sure you did. No, I mean, I mean, saw some great clips of the show. I haven't got a chance to see it, but yeah. um, I saw some wonderful clips and it looks really stunning. So. It
2: is a very high-energy mm-hmm. show. Right. It's all singing, right. top to bottom, yeah, start to finish, really. nonstop singing. Very good. And, you know, all these songs that we...
1: That we know, kind of, are familiar movies, with?
2: Yeah, that we know and we love. Yes, okay. yes. So, and I have to say, I have to give a shout out to Rick Connor who designed the set because yeah. I really liked the set. I mean, there were a lot of things to love about the show, but right. I was just... Cool. I was, I was yeah. into that set. Well, it's interesting. I mean, sometimes
1: I mean performances can be great, but let's face it: when you have a great set to put a performance on, just accents it even more. It you know? of course it does. Yeah, and I
2: think Rick has actually been in this show before.
1: Yes, he has. I'm pretty sure he has so as well. He's yeah.
2: very familiar with it, and he
1: so he came at it probably with a real familiarity that right. maybe just extended it even more. Right.
2: Yeah. Right. It had all these different levels and platforms and stairs and and the way the band was placed. It was just. It was brilliant design. Well done, Rick. Very nice, Rick Connor.
1: We like Rick Connor. (laughs) Yeah, very good. Yeah, so what
2: about you? What have you seen? I
1: had a chance to see a performance of uh, Leaving Iowa, which Mm -hmm. was at the Greenville Theater, formerly the Greenville Little Theater. We have to say that so people can kind of keep up. But anyway, uh, <laughs> yes. it was a fun comedy, a production I was not familiar with, the title I was not familiar with, but I really enjoyed it. You know, it's storytelling from uh, the cast member actually that kind of tells the story throughout. He he goes back in time and he's talking about his, his family life. And so you see him as an adult kind of reviewing family trips, as it were. So, you know, uh-huh. it's, it's kind of that the typical reactions you see from parents, be quiet back there, you know, that type yeah. of thing, or uh, don't make me pull this car over, you know, it's all the, right, that right. kind of humor, but also then some some really poignant moments in relationship building, and yeah, it was it was a nice story. I, I enjoyed it, and it was a gorgeous look on the stage that they mm. had. And so, yeah,
2: fun. I do not know anything about that show. I've never heard of it. So. I hadn't
1: either. Um, it was just a nice story, and, and they did a lovely job with it.
2: Good. Good stuff happening here in the upstate.
1: Yeah. And seventeen seventy six, I know you saw that, and that's not something I have seen right. yet. I mean Neither I've seen no. I've seen the uh, not even probably yeah, I guess I've seen the movie. there is they have a, a video recording of the musical. That could that, be. Yeah, there they there do. was a
2: film version yeah. made some many, many moons ago yeah. of right. that, I, I think. Believe. That's the only
1: thing that I've seen of that. Right. So that's a production I would like to see come back again. Right. Yeah. right.
2: I should point this out because Obviously, people think 1776 and the signing of the Declaration of Independence. Surely, right. that's all men, right? Predominantly men, because it was
1: Converse. Converse is a school did, for you know, yeah, for women, for women,
2: yeah, <laughs> yeah, you know. <laughs> I went to Converse. Bruce. That's it's how you a know. school for women. <laughs> <laughs> um, no, but they they did a little flip flop on that, and they had women play the parts.
1: As men? I mean, as the male characters?
2: As characters. I will say that. And I spoke to Melissa Owens afterwards. She's Mm -hmm. a director, Director, and she's, of course, the head of the department over there as well. And we talked a little bit about that, and Mm -hmm. she said... Because that was one thing I think they approached very... It was very smart, the way they approached that, because they did not have women trying to trying play, to play men. men they didn't try to adjust their voice or right. like walk with some kind of crazy swagger or something right. to make themselves look like men they weren't playing men they were playing characters right they just kind of told the story they told they the wanted, story yeah. exactly right. and
1: so each one of these women just represented you know a male whatever character they exactly. Were playing. exactly who are they exactly. were playing right so nice.
2: they didn't, you know, get hung up on all the gender stuff. right? And it didn't play a huge part in there. There was a little bit of reference to people's wives and things mm-hmm. like that, but it wasn't... Right. There weren't any love scenes or anything. <laughs> right. You know, I mean, were anything it was about the Declaration of Independence. Exactly. It was about the historical element of it. Yeah. And, of course, some personal stuff because we're yeah. getting into character development and all that good stuff, but... Yeah, it, that can it,
1: be really interesting for the actor too, because oh, they don't—they can ignore, you know, ignore their gender. They're just and then just really, like you said, focus on the character and the right. backstory and, and all that kind of thing of each character, and just play the truth. and right. the circumstances to, exactly. of the story, and not have to worry about all that other stuff. It, you know? it
2: didn't. It and it wasn't distracting, and it was—it was very well executed. Cool. from that perspective. So,
1: well, very good. Yeah. Well, today. Mm. We have a treat we have with us in studio later today. We're going to speak to John Fagan. Yes. Again, he's, he's a
2: repeat. He's our first yeah, reoccurring repeat. That's, guest. Yes,
1: that's in that repeat. That's not a good way. That's reoccurring. That's perfect. Yeah. Yes. Recurring guest, which is kind of neat.
2: Yes. We had him on back in October, was it? Right. Several months ago. Yeah. Talking about the boys in the band, right. which well, she he was, directed you know, mm-hmm. for Proud Mary Theatre Company. Mm-hmm. And now he's back yes, to talk about a new a new project or or an ongoing, ongoing project, project for him something
1: that he's been involved in for right. twenty years the Upstate Shakespeare Festival and it's their twenty fifth year he's been involved twenty years but right. it's their twenty fifth anniversary season yeah so kind of need to catch up with him and and talk about that
2: yes yeah. and new productions yep. that's that's where the new comes in mm-hmm. he's got a new show opening for USF
1: yeah excellent
2: so tell us who he is Bruce
1: you got it. <laughs> John Fagan is a freelance theater director based here in the Upstate. He is a graduate of Kent State University and has worked in theaters in Kentucky, Ohio, and Tennessee. Here in the Upstate of South Carolina, John has directed at the Warehouse Theater, Center Stage, Greenville Theater, Clemson University, Spartanburg Little Theater, and Proud Mary Theater Company. John is also the producing director of Upstate Shakespeare Festival, a resident company at Warehouse Theater in Greenville and producer of the annual Shakespeare season in Falls Park.
2: Excellent. Yeah. So let, let's, you know. Let's get listen. into it. Yeah. All right.
0: My days are so busy. It's making me dizzy. There's so much I gotta do. There's lunches and meetings and poetry readings and endless interviews Got a post for a portrait and how it pause it and there for eternity Then it's off to the inn where my innkeeper friend wants to name a drink after me Then it's back to my room where I resume my attempt to write a hit Just me and my beer and the terrible fear that I might be losing it And it's hard, it's hard, it's hard, it's 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 really, really really hard. hard So very, very hard Believe me, it's hard, it's hard, hard. so incredibly hard, so inconceivably, unbelievably hard. It's hard to be the Bob.
2: Well, John, welcome back to the green room. Thanks for having me. Yeah. It's always
1: great to see you guys. Well, and you know, you're our you know you're our first returning guest.
2: That's right.
1: Well, you know, so how about y- that. Yeah, there's some special. Right. You know, <laughs> I, I I I didn't flap my jaws enough after the last
3: one. <laughs> <laughs> you no, know, We yes. just know you
1: can fill some time.
3: Oh, you know? <laughs> yeah. Just start me, and I just yak away.
2: <laughs> well, we love it.
1: Yeah,
3: and absolutely. T-
2: today we're here to talk about Upstate Shakespeare Festival. Yes, which we is are about to kick off for the season. Mm-hmm. So yeah, yeah. tell us about it. For people who've never heard of it, don't know anything about it. How would you explain it?
4: Okay.
3: Um, first of all, I would say that it is Shakespeare for everyone.
2: Mm-hmm.
3: We do two shows every summer and they are free.
1: Nice. Yep.
3: And they're in the park. It's a in, in Falls Park. Beautiful setting. That's a great setting. Mm-hmm. Gorgeous so nice. setting. Uh, you know, it's And when it, it,
1: it's a little cooler in the evening, it's absolutely just beautiful. It's just yeah. Yeah, nothing
3: it's, better. It's it's just the perfect spot mm-hmm. for it. And people come down, they grab their spot on the lawn with lawn chairs or blankets or whatever. And Kentucky Fried Chicken? Uh, can, uh, whatever. <laughs> well, whatever they want to eat. Right. I, I've seen healthier options. <laughs> <laughs> I've seen many healthier options, but they are allowed to bring a bottle of wine if they would like, if, mm-hmm. they, if they are of age. Right. You, you do have to check at the concession table mm-hmm. with that and get a wristband, uh, right. which is a buck. Yep. But, no it's free we do we start at seven o'clock and we go until we finish mm-hmm. and and all of our performances usually last under two hours and they definitely will this year yeah um, it starts in the daylight and ends at the nighttime usually. it does yeah. yeah it does and you know we have some illumination but mm-hmm. but you know it it's it's outdoor theater mm-hmm. yeah and you know i, I always tell which all i gotta actors, tell you is
1: kind of scary to me i mean i've never done it really to tell you the truth so as an actor it's always a little scary because I'm like, oh my gosh, all these, all these other elements that you don't normally, you know. Oh, deal yeah. With, you know?
3: Well, we are right below Mary's Cottage, which is like <laughs> wedding reception central yeah. during right. the summer, and fortunately, we have a nice deal with them, a working relationship with them. But sometimes there are those drunken bridesmaids. And <laughs> no <so> way.
1: <laughs> the drunken bridesmaids. Oh, oh. drunken bridesmaids. Huh? Yeah,
3: <laughs> we've had several encounters with drunken bridesmaids, <laughs> but uh, but we are celebrating our 25th anniversary this what year. What an accomplishment. Silver anniversary. We had, yeah, look at my hair. Uh,
1: <laughs> we, it the, come on, it was that color when you started. Yeah. yeah <laughs> okay. Now, <laughs> now it's just simply going white. <laughs> <laughs> but uh,
3: no, it's been, it's, it's remarkable. Yeah. It's surprising. It's yeah. incredible. It's, yeah, if you would have told me back when I started this, oh, started this whole thing, I would have laughed and laughed and laughed in your face. I would have laughed in your face if you would have told me I would be running a Shakespeare festival. Really? Because, (laughs) oh, my response would have been, I'm not that smart. Uh.
1: (laughs) (laughs) So that wasn't, Shakespeare wasn't your forte necessarily? No, not really. Uh,
3: As an actor, I had only really appeared in two, two Shakespeare shows before. Mm -hmm. And I designed one. Of course, I did it in school. Right, you know, in classes and stuff. Um, I had a you know a working knowledge of Shakespeare, and at one point in the '80s, I told my mom, "Just buy me the, a, a collection of Shakespeare mm-hmm. that I can throw in the back of the car. It can't be a nice a nice book, but I went. I gave myself the uh, goal of reading every single one of them. Oh wow. oh wow! And so I, you know, I just had done that because I wanted to. I was curious. Mm-hmm. Some people do the Bible. I do the complete works of Shakespeare. And so I did that. And so I had a working knowledge of it. And uh, when I got down here, The Taming of the Shrew was the first show I worked on at the warehouse. And
1: so I fell into it. So you weren't you didn't kick off the the, the Shakespeare no no, so no. How, yeah how long have you been I've been in, I've and... been in charge for 20 years I 20 took years, o- I now. took
3: over the 5th year okay. it was originally called shaken up shakespeare <laughs> and, yeah mm-hmm. which is which which is what they were doing and which which I think we, we still, still do, do. Sure. Yeah. Yeah. yeah and it was it was founded by these three guys David Daniel Tiger Real and Steve Young who had gone through the journeyman program at the Warehouse Theater and they were sticking around that summer and they decided they wanted something to do. So they threw this together and did two productions up at uh, the Roper Mountain Science Center Amphitheater. Oh. And they had, it was great. And the audiences picked up, you know, enjoyed it. And then they sort of... Uh, they
1: stayed longer than just a summer then, right? Yeah, they well, three, they, 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 they
3: stayed for the first three years, most of them. I think Dave, David got, a, got into grad school early and, and took off. Uh, and then that fourth year, it was taken over by two women who had gone through the Journeyman program, mm-hmm. Jennifer Durson and Demetria Thomas. And they that was the first year in Falls Park. Okay. Mm-hmm. And they did it on the lawn down there, which, if you experience the lawn during the summer down wow. there, you realize it could be like mud. mud. Yeah. Even in the, the driest, driest of summers, times, yeah. there's mud. Yeah. And Especially if you're running around and all Oh, yeah. That kind of thing, you yeah. Know? It wasn't. I think they would agree, not the the most successful season, Mm -hmm. but we had a warehouse that agreed with the city to do it again, and so Jack Young came to me and asked, he was the artistic director of the warehouse, came to me and asked if I would take it over to sort of put it to bed, and I said, well, I'm not having high school kids play roles that they aren't aren't appropriate for. Sure. Mm -hmm. I am going to, I need a stage. We're not running around in the mud, and I'm just going to recruit well, it was really easy to recruit, remarkably, because back then, 99 for me, all the theaters went dark during the summer. Sure. Mm-hmm. That's right. You know, it used to be that the, the theaters would take from, like, June until August off, off right. to repair stuff, to regrow brains. take cells. a break. Yeah. <laughs> That's right. And, and, and all of that. And so it was really easy to recruit. And we had a great time. And at the end of the season, you know, several of them came back to me and said, "You know what? That was a lot of fun. If you do it again next year, I'm, I'm in." Hmm. Yeah. And here I am. Here we are. Twenty, <laughs> 20, years, 20 years later. Years yeah. Is excellent. Yeah. Wow. Yeah. So it's turned into my favorite thing I do every year. Wow. Yeah. Ask me again in the middle of uh, Ju- uh, June or July, <laughs> I may say something differently. But right now, it, uh, it it's still it's so much fun.
4: Yeah. That's great.
1: And, and, you know, and it's- Well, it obviously has yeah. to have been. Otherwise, you wouldn't have stuck with it because it has to be fun. I mean, yeah. It's a lot of work. It's not just all, you know- You're not-, it's not I'm yeah. not doing it for the money. No. There's not a lot of, you know, that kind or of the glory. And Yeah. yeah but yeah. it's so it has to be fun and it has to be built on okay. relationships that you you sure. make and friendships you make and that's what makes it worthwhile. And it's yeah.
3: something I'm really, really proud of. Mm-hmm. I mean, I look around at some of the people that have come through the program and there's a guy, Wes Tyler. He did one. Of the, he directed a show way back in the day with me, and he's now he's the artistic director of a musical theater company up in New York. Mm-hmm. He wow. He directed on Broadway. He directed Jersey Boys. He was the assistant to Des McAnuff, and oh, he's, cool. he's directed Jersey Boys all over the world. He directed for Cirque du Soleil. I mean, this is a guy that we we worked with. I yeah. mean, and there are several actors who mm-hmm. have gone into. Bigger and better things, right. and so you know, somehow or another, we, we had we a part had of some, that. We have yeah. something to do with it, absolutely. Even if it was that he looked at it and said, I don't ever want to do, do this it. again, <laughs> <laughs> I now I know when we, I don't want yeah, to, yeah, right? <laughs> exactly, exactly. But uh, that that's one of those things that is a fact, and we, we've had a great time with, yeah. And remarkably, what I'm finding now, and this is my, so it my age, of course is at least three or four people in, in our current uh, company have said to me, oh, we saw this when we were a kid. Oh, my. <laughs> we saw this when we were a kid, and this is something we decided we wanted to do. Wow. And so that's exciting to me, yeah. you know. Yeah. Uh there's, there's one young woman, uh, Sarah Rackley, Who's I think this is her fourth season with us, and she just happened to mention it off the off the cuff, "Oh yeah, that's how I was to somebody." I said, "How do I not know this? How do I not know that you know you you saw it and and you wanted to come play with us wow. and so and so to see the audiences, see the kids." And quite often we are people's first experience with Shakespeare. Sure, right. Uh, the theater in town is kind of expensive. Yep, mm-hmm. that's right. And we are the right price. Yeah, you know, we are <laughs> yeah. free. Right. And one of the things I'm proudest of is we tend to tell the story, so that you you know anybody who comes down and is feeling at all intimidated by Shakespeare, and the language and everything. They're at least going to understand the story. Mm-hmm. Right. So we got these kids and I remember I've watched kids grow up, mm-hmm. Right, you know, sure. who've been coming from when they were a kid and now they have kids. And and the best sad thing is there are probably grandkids uh. out there too. <laughs> but that's something I'm very, very proud of. Yeah. yeah. And I think the whole, fe- you know, the whole festival family can point to with great pride. Yeah. Mm. Yeah. It's, it's a very
2: rich history over these past 25 years. I
3: know. I know. Amazing. I know. Yeah. Just well it's certainly think, yeah, grown
1: in you know production quality too, because you've got this great stage to work on that you can, yes. that you kind of reinvent every year, which is yeah. you know, always interesting. Well too. when
3: they when they redid False Park back in two thousand
4: three,
3: has mm-hmm. it been that long? Yeah. It's their fifteenth year. It's Falls Park's fifteenth uh, anniversary. Is it really it is. And so Gosh. yeah. yeah. Oh. And they came to us and said, What kind of stage do you want? And so we came up with an oval. Mm -hmm. And, you know, I think it works real nicely. We were the first performance of anything down in Falls Park. That's great. We were in our final week of rehearsals for Comedy of Errors. And there was no power down there. We knew power was coming. But (laughs) there was no power. So we'd have to build everything up at the warehouse theater and and drag it down. There was no lawn. Mm. And, you know, there was no lawn on the Sunday before we were opening. That. that And we were opening on Wednesdays That back then. We were doing Wednesday performances. And so they put in sod and got it flattened out. And so at least the lawn, the main part of the yard had grass. Wow. But there were boulders and earth movers. Huh. And there was a giant crane that had a ball hanging from it. And, I, and, and those guys, the workers down there were great, because they would, they would watch us work and, and think it was hysterical. Mm-hmm. And I kept threatening to fly Lynn Yunker in on that <laughs> crane, <laughs> <laughs> and I think those guys would have done it. <laughs> That's so funny. <laughs> I think all those, those guys who were, were doing the, the building and, re, and landscaping would have done that for us. That's funny. So yeah. When I took, took this over in 99, we were thrilled to have 100 people all night. Right and that back then we did two weekends and six performances of each show mm-hmm. and that first season including a matinee mm. big mistake yeah. <laughs> Hottest <laughs> time huge of the day mistake. right oh. Oh. oh the scottish play we were doing the scottish play that year too and there used to be a big weeping willow tree down there next to the stage oh. and when we started it was it was a hot day and sunny and when we started, I would say there were maybe 60 people in the audience. And as the uh, show progressed, more and more people moved to under the, the willow tree. <laughs> and you saw the actors take, take <laughs> completely <laughs> shift their focus to the, other, yeah. to the uh, willow oh, tree. That's funny. And oh, it was, you know, I wanted to go to the willow tree too. But, <laughs> but I thought, no, if my actors are out in the sun, I have to stand out there. Well, I. Found out, I sunburnt my eyes. Oh, I didn't know that that was possible. I didn't either. (laughs) Well, when you do, you just cry for like four days straight. Oh my my god! Yeah, because I went to the doctor. I said I can't stop crying, and he he said, "You sunburnt your eyes. Why didn't you have sunglasses on?" I said, "I did." And he goes, "Ah," "You know, so wow, yeah." So that was the last of the matinees. Mm. (laughs) Yes, yeah, Yeah. never again. Wow, that was when we added Sunday nights. Yeah, (laughs) yeah. Which wow. is better. Now, has it always been two productions? I always thought you, because sometimes I felt you did there three. Were, there was were a couple of years. There I think there were about four years, four or five years that we did three okay. productions. Oh, it's losing my mind for me. No, 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 no. no. That was when I was young, uh, younger and more ambitious <laughs> and stupider. Yeah, uh, it's a lot no. to Oh, it is, yeah. it is. But back then, we would run each show three
1: weeks. Mm-hmm. Because you'd be rehearsing as you're performing, just oh, like theaters are. Yeah, but, which is you, yeah, that's really a lot. Which to we will be
3: doing with this year. We always do, yeah. but but that was but that was particularly difficult. Is, yeah. yeah, that was particularly difficult. Mm. By the time the third one would roll around, we were all very, very, very tired yeah. and sick of looking at each other. <laughs> I mean, because you create a company, and yeah. for. Those months, you are a family. You are seeing each other more than you're seeing your own family, right? And you are spending lots of time together. You are sweating together. You get used to each other's bo. Yeah. Uh, you know, that's why well, there have been times I've had to walk up and say, "You need a shower," <laughs> <laughs> to somebody, who, knowing full well that I'm the one who needs the shower. You know, I keep I keep a stick of deodorant in in my bag with toothpaste, tooth, you know, yeah. everything. So because. You just never know, yeah. and but we create a family down yeah. there, and we get close, and so we celebrate each other's. There have been so many people who've gotten married who have met down mm-hmm. there, right and i even got ordained to uh, to marry the one couple because oh, they cool. said to me you introduced us you have to marry us
4: that's why
3: and who uh, was that uh jason cummer jason and jenna cummerford oh, wow. he was a stage manager she was an actress that's cool and uh, my uh, buddy charles hart met right? mm-hmm. met his wife tiffany there he was right. a stage manager and an actress that's and so cool. it you know and it goes on and and yeah. so we celebrate Everybody's successes mm-hmm. when they have and babies and kids and yeah. and when we have to, we mourn together yeah, also sure. because over the period of time we have lost a yeah. few of our fellow actors and festivians yeah. and and that's sad yeah absolutely but we do get together and you know we remember the person and it never fails we end up laughing sure you know yeah. uh, we lost one three years ago yeah, Jason, uh, Jason Bryan, Bryan yeah, who had been there from the beginning right. and he was like a brother to me and yeah. he he died suddenly and yeah. and. And at his memorial service, there were over 400 people who showed up. We had it right down there on the stage. And a whole bunch of the – and there were festivians who flew in from Chicago, from San Francisco, all points, just to be there. To be there and mourn and hug each other, mm. and then after the memorial service, we all went up to Max and oh my goodness, that was a raucous evening. <laughs> that was a very very raucous wow. evening. I mean, even the night that we found out about Jason,
4: mm-hmm.
3: I I was in rehearsal for a show, and Tracy Amick and I said, well, let's just put it out there that we're going to meet at Wild Wings where Jason right worked. that's where we worked, and so it? we and so a whole bunch of people came after rehearsal, and there was a lot of there were a lot of tears, a lot of hugging, but. Sure. There was so much
1: laughter. Yeah, mm-hmm. absolutely. And he was yeah. a funny kid. Uh, oh, yeah. I mean, I yeah. didn't know him real well, but I had some interactions. Oh, so yeah. Everybody just loved him, and oh, yeah. he was just a ball of fun. And you know? a loving and him. an encourager. Yeah. He was such a great encourager to the he, kids and, yeah. and the he, other what, actors. Yeah. yeah, and he was a staple. Yeah, mm-hmm. He was the, yeah. one of and the And he staples. would do anything, too. Oh, <laughs> If you if
3: you go onto the Warehouse Theater's Upstate Shakespeare Festival, it's a mouthful, right. Facebook page, You'll see photos of many of the things I've asked. I asked Jason <laughs> to do. I just remember that. I when, just saw him in a bra or something oh, just recently. A picture. Well, of him. <laughs> when we did Comedy of Errors, uh-huh. he said he wanted to be the courtesan. Oh, dude. And we, the way we had done it was we switched to genders. All oh. the male roles were played by females. All the female roles were played by men. It wasn't a drag show because right. none, none of the men were allowed to shave. None of them wore wigs. None of them wore makeup. They all spoke in their own voices. They gestured as men and walked as men. I mean, mm-hmm. Brock Koontz making his entrance, marching down to the edge of the stage in a dress and then opening his fan was hysterical every night. That's he didn't that. even say a word and he was getting a laugh. But there Jason was and we decided to put him in a Princess Jasmine outfit. Oh, right. that was, that's oh hysterical. Jason was a very large man. Yeah, and he was it, not and, a little guy. And let's guy. just say he filled it out. Uh huh. <laughs>
4: but
3: yeah, but, but see, that also goes to that I'm most proud of that we tell stories. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. And for instance, using going back to comedy of errors, it was the first time I was working on it. And as I was working on it, I kept thinking, oh my God, how do I do this very misogynistic play? Right. It's worse than shrew. Right. Mm-hmm. And I mean, it is, it's just horrible to women. <laughs> and as I was cutting, cutting it and cutting this stuff out, I found that I was cutting the life out of this. Play. Right. Mm-hmm. And so I thought, okay, how do I embrace it? And then it came to me:
4: Yeah.
3: switch the genders. Right. And you know what? We could have run that show all summer. Mm-hmm. That's sh- the audiences ate it up. They loved it. They thought it was a blast. When we did it again, uh, well, and it does make it so yeah.
1: accessible. You know, oh, it too. is.
3: And that way, the women who were playing the men could be as mean to the guys playing the women as they wanted to be. Right.
4: Mm-hmm.
3: And plus, all that knockabout physical humor that happens in the play. A lot of the women don't get to ever do right. right, and oh, they loved it. They loved. They would show. They would come up and proudly show me a new bruise.
4: <laughs> <laughs> but
3: that's what we do. We try to. You know, you're rarely ever going to see Elizabethan clothing on our, on our stage, right. right? Because it's too hot for one thing. It is it, <laughs> that it is. And you know, I, as much as I love all my guys, mm-hmm. there are very few of them I want to see in tights. Yeah. <laughs> you, yeah, and you'll see that. You'll come in and you'll go, oh yeah, Fagans right. Right, yeah. uh, <laughs> love them all, but no tights on yeah. those guys. Uh, but, but it goes back to Shakespeare's original stagings. Mm-hmm. The actors wore their own clothes, mm-hmm. and the actors, you know, every they were costumed in very contemporary clothing for the time. Mm-hmm. Right, and if they would wear a specific kind of hat.
1: That changed the, their character. Well,
3: the, and the audience knew. Oh, right. that that's, hat means yeah. he's
1: a doctor. Right. Mm-hmm.
3: Well, that shorthand doesn't exist if we stick with the Elizabethan uh, right. clothing. Right. Mm-hmm. Whereas if we do it with contemporary clothing, Makes we put on a, sense. Yeah. we put on a hat and people can say, ah, he's a doctor.
4: Mm-hmm. You know.
3: Mm-hmm. And so we, I think, we're reestablishing that shorthand. Mm-hmm. And and plus, our audiences know that that's how we're going to do it. Right. Mm-hmm. That everybody's been coming long enough many of them, that they know that they're going to see something, a a staging that will be somewhat of a surprise. Mm -hmm. Mm. You know, last year we did Taming of the Shrew, and it took place in a 1950s diner. Mm. Mm. And it was wonderfully successful. The two shows we're doing this summer, well, actually, I'll tell you, there's three. We're going back to three. Oh, you're going back to three. But I'll tell you, the third is a little bit of a surprise because it really is just now getting out there. Uh We open with Romeo and Juliet. Right. Uh, We open on May 23rd. Third, I know that's coming and go up. to is. the sixteenth. Uh, we basically open the Thursday of Memorial Day and close on Father's Day, the sixteenth oh, okay. of June. Gotcha, Romeo and Juliet. We could do that every single year. Yeah, in the people August love it. Would it. Come yeah. out. Mm-hmm. and so it is the most popular uh, that we play that we've ever done. The other one we're going to do is the Tempest, which we haven't done since mm-hmm. two thousand two, and we're going to and that opens on the eleventh of July and goes to August fourth. And that one was one of our more artistically successful shows. And so we're going to revisit some of the some of the puppetry, some of the stage magic, okay, and things that we had done back then. Now we're doing it with a little bit more know-how, oh, okay, and a little bit more experience. and And I'm looking forward to that because we're going to make it uh, an extravaganza, mm-hmm. and so it'll be a lot of fun. Uh, but one thing we are doing to celebrate this season, there are some Shakespeare plays that cannot be staged in the park for a family audience. Mm. Right. You know, the deal I have, the unspoken deal I have with this city is that if we were to get a rating, it wouldn't be any higher than PG-13. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. And there are just some that if you want to do them, they have to approach R. Right. Mm-hmm. And one of them is measure for measure. Mm. Uh, we have never done it for for the, that reason. And what we are going to do is for three dates in June and two dates in July, and I'm going to get them wrong if I try to pull them out of my memory, (laughs) I think it's 23rd, 24th, 25th in June and the 24th and 25th of July, Mm -hmm. we will be doing a staged reading of Measure for Measure at the main branch at the library.
4: Oh, cool. Ah.
3: And it'll again, it'll be free. Yeah. Uh, and and you know, it'll receive some rehearsals. Mm-hmm. So we will be performing measure for measure Very for nice. five performances. That's great. And it's, you know, it's a throwback to the beginning when they, we would only schedule six. Yeah. Mm-hmm. And we're hoping that it's successful because we may do that in the
1: future. Yeah, I think that's excellent because I think, I think some pieces, like you said, that maybe aren't you know accessible or 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 for the park setting, right? You know, yeah. you can still get out there and educate people on them and get a chance to experience them,
3: right? So. And we have done twenty-eight of his plays, and depending on uh, the list, which list you look at. That means we have ten left. We might have eleven left. We might have nine left. And this is a way to get some of those in too. And, and, yeah. and it is. Yeah. And and not every Shakespeare play is a hit. Right. Mm-hmm. <laughs> there are some that are just plain bad. Yeah. Mm. I'm sorry. I'm sorry, purist. I'm sorry. <laughs> you know. Right now, we we get everybody snap, uh, uh, snapping this thing off that I'm speaking sacrilege. <laughs> but you know, there are some that are better than others. Yeah. But at the same time. There is always something worthy in every single play, Mm -hmm. and so this is this is a way that we can explore those plays that have the undiscovered worthiness. Mm -hmm. So
1: with with the readings, would you cut cut again, or yeah, yeah, cutting more or less? Yeah, yeah, it it would be cut. uh,
3: I'm and I'm not going to direct that. Mm -hmm. I'm not going to be doing uh, Measure for Measure. A woman named Libby Hawkins, who joined us last year, she is a. I don't think she's graduated yet. She's a grad student down at USC mm,
1: okay.
3: and she has been in, really getting interested in directing. Mm. And so I said, how about if you head this up and take care of this? And nice. so she's very excited about that. And it's an opportunity for actors who want to participate right. in USF, but don't necessarily want to come outside, right. can't commit to all of those rehearsals. Yeah. I mean, I'm thinking it's going to be three... at at the most, three or four rehearsals, sure. mm-hmm. and so it. And so we're going to be able to expand the number of people who can get involved, right? Mm-hmm. And that's, as you know, working in theater, you always want to get more,
4: mm-hmm. right? Absolutely, yeah. Yeah, yeah,
3: yeah. I think that's every person's theater person's first word. It's yeah. not mama. It's not daddy. It's more. <laughs>
4: Do You want more? Yeah, I, I believe. Yeah,
3: I, I, you know, I'm sure that was my first word. But no, so I, I'm really excited about that also. That's excellent. Yeah, yeah so it, it's going to be a little different. And for those people who are out there who belong to our Facebook group, every day I've been trying to find yeah a photo something from the
1: past. Yeah, yeah,
3: a photo of a person, of a play, of a poster, of something, a prop from from yeah. all the, the shows we have done in the past. And I was really, really thin on those first four years that <laughs> I wasn't involved. But I have had people from They've those first you some things, from yeah. those first four years who have been sending me stuff. That's great. Aww. And so I'm saving the all the photos from Romeo and Juliet from their first production of it back I think they did that in ninety five. I'm saving
1: those for, like, the opening week of our mm-hmm. Romeo and Juliet because nice. they're really cool. Yeah. And, and this is because you did Romeo. There was Romeo and Juliet a few years ago, too. Five, six years ago.
3: Um, I think it was in 2008. Uh, sounds like it. Okay. Maybe. And so this is actually the fourth time that the festival has done Romeo okay. and Juliet. Romeo and Juliet, as you like it, and Midsummer Night's Dream, we have all done. Now, we will have done four times. Mm. Okay. And we've repeated several, especially the comedies. Yeah, you, you know there aren't as many comedies, and they, but, and they're the most successful. So yep. you, you try yep. to rotate rotate them in and out.
2: Mm-hmm.
3: So gotcha. yeah, Very good. Yeah, so it's 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 fun.
2: <laughs> yeah. yeah, now you talked a little bit about your relationship with the Warehouse Theater mm-hmm. and even the city of Greenville and also now the library. Yeah. Can you talk about your partnerships with those organizations and maybe some others that you haven't touched on yet? Yeah,
3: uh, the Upstate Shakespeare Festival is an arm of the Warehouse Theater. Right. They are a producing organization
2: mm-hmm.
3: and they have been wonderfully supportive. They've helped us, helped us grow. You know, they've helped us with fundraising, with marketing, mm-hmm. uh, with mailings, with everything. And so... We use the warehouse theater as a place to get changed and rehearse when it's raining,
4: mm-hmm.
3: uh, and other th- other things. We we have their storage and bringing Shakespeare to audiences is one has always been one of the big goals of the warehouse theater. Right, they have a wonderful education program in which they they bring Shakespeare into the schools, mm-hmm. not only performances but also uh, they have teaching artists who will go into the school mm-hmm. and work on for a week with the, with the other uh, kids to. The point that they actually do a little bit of a performance at the end of the week. Uh, so that they, you know, people are get, still getting an appreciation and a love for the art form.
4: Mm-hmm.
3: That's always been very, very important to the warehouse. And, and I love that. The current crop of people over there, they love it too. And, and they're, they're also very behind keeping this festival free. Yeah, that's you great. Know, one of the things that's going on in all the marketing is we said, and not one ticket sold.
4: Yeah.
3: <laughs> <laughs> you know, that, and, and, that's and actually, great. we can say that with pride. Yeah. 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 And not one ticket you sold. You will take a donation, though, won't you? Oh, yeah. <laughs> you know it. You know it. There are always donations. That's, that's the producing side yeah, of my that's title. that's right. I know. Mm-hmm. <laughs> but yeah, donations. And, and the city has always been very supportive. We're fortunate that they don't charge us much, if anything, for this space rental. Mm-hmm. <laughs> You know, because we've been involved that That's you know, a benefit to the city as well. Oh yeah. Great. Well, yeah. Come on now. You know, people come down and before mm-hmm. they they go, they run to one of the restaurants and That's get a right. picnic mm-hmm. or have dinner. Mm-hmm. Or go to some place and have Afterwards, drinks or yep, a mm-hmm. coffee or a cocktail. Or ice cream. Yeah. <laughs> uh, yes. <laughs> um and uh, and we do have a, a number of people who drive up from Atlanta or come down from Charlotte or from the coast. Mm-hmm. I've got a f i have got I used to have a family from New Jersey that would plan oh. their Visit to their parents around what show we were doing. That's oh, kind of wow. cool. And so mm-hmm. they would find out, and then they come down, and, and see they would it. come yeah. down. Yeah. Uh-huh. And so we
1: are a benefit to the city. Absolutely, we are a great benefit yeah. to the city. And we talk often about how arts, you know, benefit yeah. our inner city and the growth of the city and the attraction to the city. Oh so, yeah. yeah,
3: and one of our biggest cheerleaders is Mr. Knox White, the mayor really? of Greenville. Mm, that's excellent. He is, he is one of our biggest supporters. That's great. Uh, he and his family will come down to the shows. I mean, one time they, they showed up the Saturday before we opened, and we were just down there painting and building, and they set up their picnic. And I walked over and said, "Are you aware we're in, not open yet?" And They said, "We were just wondering if this is how the show was beginning." Yeah. So what did that tell you about? Yeah. So what he did couldn't that tell you? Yeah, yeah. What did that tell you about how we stage things? Yeah. Uh, but they but they ate their picnic and came up and helped us.
1: Yeah, Aww. that's cool. Which was
3: really cool. Yeah. yeah. So that's Yeah, and I think uh, Marsha, his wife, has been dragged on stage by somebody once or twice <laughs> that's that didn't know she was the mayor's wife. Uh, but uh, it's. Yeah, I mean, it's remarkable how much the city has enjoyed us. And again, I just shake my head in in amazement at what we have been able to get away with over over the last 25 years. (laughs) That's cool. Yeah, yeah.
1: Well, you talked about uh, this season, which is sounds yeah. fun and exciting, especially with that edition of the the library series. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. So, when do you when do you audition for all this? Because this is it's a big production, a lot to go into this this summer, you know, oh, yeah. festival. When do you get in there to get your auditions done, and how do you rehearse? We so do. On? We we will
3: do auditions uh, sometime in April, usually. Uh-huh. And because we get a lot of college kids, I will. I get a lot of video and online oh, okay. auditions. Great. That's been one of the things right. that we've learned to grow with sure, and, and, to. and adapt to, and it works. And and I get some. I've gotten some very nice people and good people that way. But we will have auditions in April, and we start rehearsals right away, mm-hmm. because we basically you know rehearse for a little over a month, right? And before we have to do our first show, we tend to rehearse outdoors right. as much as we can.
1: Good to get acclimated right away.
3: You it know, sure you is. It sure is. Uh, and plus, it's good publicity mm-hmm. uh, because while, when we're down there rehearsing, there will be crowds of people who will be sitting watching us. How is that? I mean, Oh, it's gonna... wonderful. It's oh, wonderful. Man, good for
1: y'all. It really <laughs> is, it, I, I will say it,
3: it, it, it took some getting used to initially, yeah. but it's it's really cool because yeah. there are audience members who know that we'll be rehearsing, and they'll come down and watch the rehearsal process. And And they'll come
1: back and see the finished product.
3: Exactly, exactly. And I uh, I have two really cool photos from a couple years ago. We were doing As You Like It. We were rehearsing down there, and my woman who was playing uh, Olivia was supposed to jump off the side of the stage and hide. Well, this little boy, four, five, walks up to her and says, what are you doing? And she says, I'm hiding. And he said, okay, I'll hide with you. Oh. And then in the, the next photo, you see him crouched down, That's hiding so his face. And it, I don't know how we knew to get that photo, but we That's did. That's excellent. We did. And so it, it's, it's good training for us. Yeah. I say every actor worth his or her salt should do outdoor theater at least once, once in their yeah. life. Uh, because it'll teach you if you don't want to do it again or, or you, you want <laughs> fall to fall in love yeah. with it yeah. um, because it, it requires a whole set of muscles that are not, you Absolutely. don't have to deal with I mean you don't have drunken bridesmaids right. you don't have <laughs> low flying planes you don't have Ducks, oh, yeah. I right? The, I saw the yes. ducks make a cameo, or a sudden yeah. storm that <laughs> oh, rolls yes. in, right? But yeah, w- the storm we usually get a warning. Yeah. <laughs> we see the, you know, if there's going to be a wedding around, you know, generally we get a warning. The ducks, you have no warning. <laughs> the ducks in Falls Park will cut you. <laughs> they will. They will cut you. That's yeah.
4: Some rough ducks.
3: Oh, they are. The duck gang. Oh you, yeah. yeah. Oh, it is because <laughs> they just wander right in and, and will stare at you until you feed them. <laughs> or or they'll poke at your leg. Or, or they'll get up on stage. I mean the ducks.
1: <laughs> <laughs> now, you typically direct both the shows, or what, How would you? How I you have handle that?
3: been. I have been, and, and, and because of the anniversary year, yes, I'm going to okay. do them both. This. This year. But last year we had a guest director, it mm-hmm. was Amber Ensley who had been my yeah, stage yeah, manager right. for so many years. Right. And Amber really wants to get into directing and I said, Okay, let's do it. Nice. And she did *Tammy the Shrew and it was wonderful. That's and great. because we have been I've been doing this for twenty years, there are some shows I have no more ideas for. Right. (laughs) Jamie the Shrew was one of them. Right. I've worked on Shrew about five or six times. Mm. I saw
2: your cowboy, your cowboy version uh, of Shrew. So, uh, yeah. (laughs) The Western Shrew. Yes. So, but,
3: but, you know, (laughs) I'll run out of ideas, which a lot of people are surprised at. Yes, I do. (laughs) Uh, and, and, And plus, there are some that I don't want to do again. Right. Yeah. And I know next year, next season, year 26, will probably be. I'm having to revisit either Merry Wives of Windsor or Love's Labor's Lost.
1: Mm-hmm. And I've that's, done that's one production I remember, that y'all did yeah. Love's Labor's Lost. Yeah. So I saw that a few years ago.
3: And yeah. I, I don't know that I have a real need to direct those again. So mm-hmm. I'm going to hand that one off to a, a guest director. Kind of oversee. Mm-hmm. Yeah. 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 And uh, yeah, that I play producer. Yeah. That I make sure that, you know, everything is where it needs to be and right. and moving and, and getting going in the right direction. Mm-hmm. Uh, and give them guidance. Sure. And I think it's a great way for us to keep our fresh, a fresh look on yeah. things. Yeah. Yeah, for sure. I, I, I doubt that I'll ever not direct at least one. If this library series does well, then we do that next year and I, maybe I'll do one or mm-hmm. I give that to somebody else too. Right. I think that... We need new blood new mm-hmm. ideas new young people and it brings a, a, a nice energy to it mm-hmm. sure. and so I'm gonna be I'm going to be looking at that more yeah I am getting to the point that I don't have to do everything yeah. <laughs> you know, that is a tough lesson to learn sure, mm-hmm. yeah. but once you do learn it it's, it's wonderful freeing, right?
1: yes well you know how our actors get involved you know and they, they yeah. pay attention to the audition pages I'm sure yes. and all that. but how do you how do you seek out some of your designers or technical talent um, so
3: it's on. much the same, much the, same. Much the yeah. same. Starting in like January, I'll start getting emails and resumes from people. i like to give as many people a shot. Mm-hmm. Uh, the guy who is doing our costumes right now for Romeo and Juliet uh, is a student up at Furman. Okay. Mm-hmm. And I had gone to Mike Sablon and he and said, hey, do you know somebody who, Mike Sablon, who's the Executive artistic director, director yeah. at the warehouse, artistic, I said, yeah. hey, do you know somebody who's young and hungry? Mm-hmm. And he gave me a couple of names and nice. I checked on him and we got Alan. Cool. And he's doing wonderful work. And plus I have worked with just about everybody in town. So right. and there have all there have always been people who said, Hey, if you ever need somebody to do fight choreography, mm-hmm. let me know. Which and, you always do in
1: Shakespeare. Yes. And so
3: <laughs> I've got Jason Atkins doing that. Right. And there's a, a dance in in this show because there's a big party and we're turning it into a, a line dance. We've been using we've been using um uh, the electric slide as a placeholder. Nice, nice. <laughs> uh, we've been using that as a placeholder. Even holder. I can kind it. Of yeah. yeah. <laughs> I can't do it well. I have to. I have to be at a wedding and, and, and several and drinks. I was yeah, say a few drinks. in. Yes, okay. got to drink some bravery. Uh, but we've been do- doing that, and so uh, uh, a guy named William Wilkins, who you know, oh yeah, sure, yeah. love uh, uh, Who William. is a wonderful Bill. performer. William. Yeah, and a wonderful. And actually what I don't realize is he told me I gave him his first shot at choreography probably about five or six years ago. He had told me at one point that he was interested in getting into choreography. I said, well, Hey, I always need somebody. And he came down and put together a dance for us. Nice. And so he's going to do that this year. So we get more and more people involved in it. And it's fun because like I said, they have new ideas. Yeah. They have fresh ideas. Hey, Electric slide, yeah, <laughs> that's the old guy coming up yeah. with with a crappy idea.
4: We're our age <laughs> yeah, right. That one's been around a little while, but everybody
1: knew it. That's right. Yeah. Sure. So everybody, everybody's yeah. been to a wedding that's yeah. done the electric slide. Right? Yeah, there were only a
3: few of my actors who didn't know it. So.
1: Really? Yes. Yeah, yes. There were just a few <laughs> of them that didn't. That's great <laughs> So yeah. <laughs> so what do audiences need to know about the logistics of coming to a USF show? We talked a little bit about what yeah. you can bring your food and all right, that but right. what's the deal down in the park? Well, the first thing I'm going to tell you that
3: is the most important for Greenville audiences mm-hmm. Parking. Yes, yes. the Indeed. best. The, it gets harder and harder, doesn't it? Yes, yeah. but the best place to park is at County Square. Mm-hmm. Absolutely. Preferably, preferably behind County Square mm-hmm. because there is an entrance to Falls Park right there. Yeah. Mm-hmm. And you could you get That's parked there. That's why I parked all the time. And it's, just yeah. yeah, and just come right down yep. the the drive. If you are someone with mobility issues, call me. I know the code. Oh, okay. So, I if there's somebody who is, you know, an older person, or somebody who has a broken leg or something, call me and I can get you. In, I can get you parking much closer. Oh, nice. Uh, but but we we don't leave that open for everybody because sure. otherwise I'd have no parking no for people parking right. who, need it,
1: who need it really. Um, you know, yeah.
3: and that's I'll give you the quick phone number 864-787-4016. and I can answer any question about that. Great. But generally, um, people. People will start showing up for, and, for, and grabbing their seats around 6 o'clock. Mm-hmm. And that's on like Thursdays and Sundays. Right. Fridays and Saturdays, they start showing up about 5.30. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. And they will come down and set up their So you chairs. say they're grabbing their seats, but they're not. there's no chairs provided. No. no. They, they are claiming their spot on gotcha. the lawn. Mm-hmm. Yes. Um, we do reserve right down front for blanket seating. Mm-hmm. But there have been many times that it's 6 o'clock. And we've got about forty some chairs out there already. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Uh, what people, a lot of people, what they will do is they will come down, set up their chairs in the bright sunlight, mm-hmm. and either uh, go off to the shady parts of the park and have a picnic, or go get something to eat. Because right. as many, a lot of people don't believe me, but it's, I've never lied about this. The entire yard is in shade by seven o'clock, huh. and so there you can sit across the entire space. But yeah, you grab your chair. You grab a blanket. You grab stuff to eat. Right. A, a bottle of wine, if you want. Um, and we start. We just start at seven and perform for whoever. Yeah. Whoever's there. And mm-hmm. generally, there are quite a few people oh, there. Oh, yeah. Right. And it, us opening with Romeo and Juliet, that, there's going to be mm. a lot of people. Yep. We've, uh, the last time we did it, we played to over a thousand
1: people That's a couple of times. That's great. Yes. Yeah, that is incredible. And, and very incredible. And y'all have added some production elements to help, right? As we well. have,
3: yeah, we, we do do sound. Mm-hmm. And uh, I've got uh, Matt Polachuk who's coming in. You who's got go- Mr. Matt. You yeah, huh? got Matt. Oh, Matt. Right. Matt's right, going to come in. Matt's going to come in sometime next week and set everything up and play with different arrangements and everything. Matt, nice. for those who don't know, Matt is like. Uh, yeah. sound guy extraordinaire. Worked with him a couple times. Yeah, great. He's yeah. just a good guy. And he's going to try to figure out how to get the most sound out of what we have. And if we have to uh, purchase additional things, right. we, we will do that yeah. also. Because we've we got a little a nice, money for that.
1: Yeah, that's been a nice addition, I think. I mean, it's... Oh, mm-hmm. yeah. You know, it's just... I mean, it's... Let's face it. I mean, it, it's difficult even in an enclosed space sometimes to project people who have difficulty. Now you're talking the great outdoors. It's... it's well, you know. and...
3: I will say that, yes, I get all these wonderful college-trained kids for the shows, but they're trained in a black box theater, yeah. right? Projection's not one of them anymore, <laughs> No, it? it's yeah. not. Yeah. And, and a lot of people are not taught to project. I mean, for the first, I, I think I would say the first five or six years that we were down there, we just relied on our own voices. Mm-hmm. And we had the people who could do it. Yeah. But now that our audience has gotten so large so big, and yeah. and there's extra the noise, extra yeah, yeah, sure. We've got to have that. And so we did the experiment with body mics and and choir mics and you know shotgun mics and everything. We've done all kinds of experiments and we're we're, we're I think we do better now with choir and shotgun mics right. as opposed mm-hmm. to individual body mics. Yeah. Mm-hmm. But yeah, no, we've got that. Uh we do do a little bit of illumination. Right. It's, that's not very sophisticated, it floodlights. Yeah. But we de- depend on the sun. Yeah. And I I think that's makes it more fun.
1: Yeah, absolutely. Yeah,
3: so yeah, we I mean we've upped our game a a little bit every year as far as technical stuff goes too. So yeah, excellent.
2: And what happens when it rains?
3: (laughs) It all depends on how heavy it is raining. Uh, If it's raining during a, if it starts drizzling during a performance, we'll continue. Mm
4: -hmm.
3: If it starts raining heavier, uh, we will pause the show. And invite audience members to come under our tents Mm -hmm. and hang out or under umbrellas. Most people check the weather before. Yeah. But then, if it really comes down, we have to cancel that performance. Yeah. Which and,
1: there's been some years where it's been kind of frustrating. It seems uh, like it seems like yes. it's the gorgeous weather Monday, Tuesday, Wednesday, and then then you know, Thursday
3: rolls around and, it's, and, it, and it you know the thundering, thundering, and the raining. rains yeah. of ranjapur yeah. <laughs> <laughs> I mean yeah, and yeah, and that, and and that's very frustrating, but yeah. that's why we also will run four weeks, right because if we have one weekend that's particularly rainy and gross. Yeah. You've got, you got other opportunities mm-hmm. to do it. And generally, if it's been raining all day uh, and, and the weather forecast is saying it's going to continue raining, I'll cancel the show before. Mm-hmm. Right. And a good way to do that is to check with the warehouse. Check, again, use that phone number I gave you before. And we, we can let you know. We, we announce it everywhere online that we right. can. Mm-hmm. And one of our sponsors this year is WSPA. Oh, nice! And, and they they've agreed to help us out with with it, on, on things like that if we know enough in, in advance, advance, yeah, mm-hmm. yeah. Because sometimes it doesn't start raining until like six, right? <laughs> and and we require two full hours to get the set up. Yeah, and so yeah, because you guys set up and tear down every day, yeah, every day. We can't leave all that electronics mm-hmm. out. Yeah to
1: the weathers and everyone who wanders through the park. Sure. Mm-hmm. Those yeah. are some challenges I know mm-hmm. you all face. Yeah. What are some of the, the biggest rewards that you've found doing this? Oh, God. Like I
3: said, seeing the, seeing the kids get it. Kids tend to get the show more than uh, the adults do because most adults, we all have run in, we all had that teacher in junior high or high school that is forced to teach Shakespeare. Shakespeare. <laughs> and, and they had the teacher that was forced to teach Shakespeare. <laughs> And, the, and generally, it's, people think Shakespeare's something to be intimidated by. Right. And it's not. It really isn't. I tell my actors, he, if you just pay attention to the words, he does the work for you. Right. But kids, they don't know from Shakespeare.
4: Right.
3: They're seeing a show. Right. And they come down. And kids know that they're not going to understand every word. Mm-hmm. But it's remarkable how much they do take mm. in. I mean, years and years ago, we did a production of King John. Um, and Kevin Troy, who's a mm-hmm. local actor, right. he was in the show, and they were sitting around having breakfast with his kids, and they were talking about the show they had seen it the night before, and his kids were little at the point at that time, and they were sitting around talking about King John has a lot of deaths, and one of them said, "Well, how did the queen die?" And because the queen is just dead, mm-hmm. you know, they announced that she died, right. And they were like, well, I don't know. How do you think she died? So one child said this. Another child said the other. And finally, the youngest one piped up and said, well, she was buried. And they said, well, what do you mean she was buried? He said, dummy. They said her ears were filled with dirt. <laughs> and there's a line of dialogue that says her ears are stopped with dirt.
4: Isn't that funny? And so he
3: got it. And he... You know, that little kid got it. And it was and, and we, we get stories like that all the time hmm. yeah. that that kids just love it. I've got nephews who come down from uh, Indiana every year and th- they are obsessed with this.
1: That's excellent. And
3: that's insane. Yeah. yeah. You know, yeah. I, I, and we love it. And yeah. so I would say that seeing especially the younger kids, mm-hmm. that's the biggest reward. Yeah. Watching my actors grow. Yeah. That's another reward. Amber, who I, I spoke up mm-hmm. before, mm-hmm. she uh, she's isn't wor- working with us this summer. She's got a job in uh, Georgia right now, yeah,
4: oh, And she's
3: stage yeah. managing a giant, I mean, giant production of Ragtime down there that oh, they're doing. Right, right, right. And she was uh, nervous about telling me this, and oh. I'm like, Amber, no, this is really good for yeah, you. Yeah, That's you know, I you know, I said, Amber, no, no, no. I, I I I love that you're having success, and it's time for you to go out and spread your wings, right? Mm-hmm. And so. Their successes, I like. I said, I think are my successes. Sure. Absolutely. So Absolutely. yeah, the rewards.
1: Yeah, that's it. Mm-hmm. Cool. That, that that's the kind of thing. Very good. What do you think the future holds for USF? Huh? I mean, uh, more of the same, um, bigger and better. What? Well,
3: <laughs> we, you know, I can tell you that the future, as far as as far as I know, with when I'm as long as I'm there, it's going to stay free. Mm-hmm. Um, that's great. That that's that's the most important. I will fight for that. With anybody who wants to change it up, you know, there's always talk of a of, of a new and a different stage mm-hmm. uh, you know, that has been discussed. Something that's a mm-hmm. little more permanent with lights and sound built well, into well, it. That'd, that'd be nice. I mean, that would that would be lovely. Yeah. You know, I always want to figure out how we can figure out uh, programming, mm-hmm. how we can we can reach more people. Right. And I don't know whether that means different kinds of marketing or taking the shows to them. Mm. I don't know mm-hmm. that that's you know that has been thought of, but I'm I'm hoping that the thing that doesn't change is the storytelling, right? Yeah, and, and at the, for the audiences that we are telling stories, it, and I hope that we get better year after year with experience, uh, storytelling and the camaraderie mm-hmm. and the family mm-hmm. feel, right audiences feel like they're family yeah mm-hmm. but definitely the people who are involved and working on the shows we do feel like family
4: yeah
3: and it happens really quickly because you get veterans who have been there for years and they just take the young younger people under their wings mm-hmm. and off they go take off we go them. and I see that happen year after year after year that's nice and I'm proud of it yeah
4: mm-hmm. I'm that's proud great. of
3: that Man. Yeah, I'm the big, I'm the dad. <laughs> the granddad, maybe. Yeah. Uh, yeah. <laughs> I, I, I had to throw that dick Very, in, much, very <laughs> much, very <laughs> much, very possible. Yeah, no, I, I'm dad for so many of them. That's but, great. Yeah, but that's okay.
1: Yeah, yeah that, that's good. Very good. Well, and what about you? What's up next, maybe, for you after this summer's um, 25th anniversary season? A lot of sleep.
4: Yeah? <laughs> <laughs> I was going to say a lot of something. A lot of
1: sleep. A okay, lot yeah. of
3: sleep. <laughs> yes, because it's, you know, as I was telling you, this is the uh, my last day off from rehearsals. Right until we open. So, yeah, starting tomorrow, I'm running and going. Thanks for joining us. Yeah, we appreciate it. That's why when you said, when you suggested Friday, I'm like, works for me. (laughs) Yeah. um, So that, yeah, I've got that. But I know that I'm going to be directing a show at Spartanburg. Uh I'm going to be doing, uh, and then there were none very in the nice. fall yeah, and then uh, in the spring it looks like i'm going to be doing 9 to
1: 5 at center stage very good that would be fun yeah. as well yeah yeah both really really great productions
3: in the meantime i'm going to get naps where i can <laughs>
4: yeah.
1: <laughs> yeah
3: i don't have the energy i once did i mean yeah so i've got i've got you yeah, know naps and the occasional beer or okay. or
4: well
3: earned
2: well earned absolutely <laughs> <laughs> So, well,
1: yeah. we appreciate you joining us, taking some time out last for your last day off, joining yeah, us last to, day of freedom, <laughs> yeah. Oh, yeah. <laughs> to kind of discuss what's going on. We want to keep our listeners up to date. Well, what's happening downtown and yeah. yeah. upstate? Shakes. So, yeah. yeah. Thank you so much for joining well, and us. And again, thank
3: you. This has always been. Yeah. And I'm quite proud that I'm the second. Yeah, So, you, so you're, you're should your should first repeat. Woo-hoo. First repeat. Your yes. first repeat. Yeah, yes. You know, so keep yeah.
1: track. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> well, thank you, John. You have a great rest of your day off. Thank you. Yeah, Thank we'll you. see you down in the park. Yes, Absolutely. I hope so. <laughs> All right, see you. See you later. Bye-bye. Bye.
0: Today in society Go for classical poetry So to win their hearts one must quote with ease Aeschylus and Euripides One must know Homer and believe me, both Sophocles also, also Sappho Unless you know Shelley and Keats and Pope Dainty Debbies will call you a dope But the poet of them all who will start 'em? simply raven Is the poet people call The part of Stratford-on-Avon Brush up your Shakespeare Start quoting him now Brush up your Shakespeare And the women you will wow Just declaim a few lines from O'Tella. And they'll think you're a hell of a fella if your blonde, won't respond when you're flatterer. Tell her what Tony told flatterer If she fights when her clothes, you are mussing. What a close, much ado about nothing. Brush up your Shakespeare, and they'll all bow,
2: bow.
1: Well, John is a chatty Cathy. <laughs> <laughs> it was great. I love talking to him because there's so much to talk about, you know?
2: Well, he's got... A hundred years of experience. Yeah, so there's a lot to no, he's not that old. But
1: <laughs> well, no, he he's... does reference his age a little bit. <laughs> he does say, you know, he got his hair is now whiter than it was when he started. Right? It's
2: Targaryen Silver. <laughs>
1: I'll throw that out for there those you of go. you
2: watching the last season of Game of Thrones. <laughs> which we won't get into because that's a whole nother topic. That it has is, nothing to do with theater. Yeah, that's right. But some of us love
1: it. And I can say I've never seen an episode. Oh, just
2: uh, stop it. <laughs> just stop it. Anyway, back to theater. Yes,
1: back to theater. Away from the dragons, All back right, to theater. back to theater. <laughs> yes, and it was great, of course, to catch up with him. And he's got such great insight and great experience and just tons of memories to share as well. Mm-hmm. And just a real love for this festival.
2: Yes. yeah. Well, I mean, it's been his baby for yeah. the last 20 years. Right. It's and he's done up. amazing things with it.
1: Yeah, it really has.
2: So it has a very strong presence in Greenville, especially mm-hmm. the summertime in right. Greenville. Like everybody's looking forward to Shakespeare in the Park. Yep, so absolutely. I just wanted to touch base. Both of us have, have been to shows in the park yeah. to see USF in action before. And I think it's worth kind of explaining that the culture of it and, and mm-hmm. what it's like for those who have never been. Right. So it is kind of, how how would you explain how to get to the area where it's performed?
1: Well, you know, it, it's right there in the park, right you down, you, you can't miss <laughs> it. And so, and you can access it from really both sides of the park. So John mentioned, you know, where the best parking is, is really County Square there. It's yeah. behind Falls Park and it's, it's a, just a short little walk and you can get to the park, a variety of ways coming down from the back or you can access it from Main Street and yes. come down the, the grand staircase yes. into the park. Yeah. So you can access it either place.
2: So if you're in one of the parking garages right, that are kind of like off mm-hmm. Main Street there, you can. it's sure. easy enough. Yeah, yeah,
1: excellent. And then of course you want to bring along something to sit on so that you're comfortable. Right. You know, whether it be chairs or a blanket or, or what have you.
2: Right, so beach chairs mm-hmm. or outdoor chairs, yep. uh, mm-hmm. camping chairs, hold up chairs, tailgating chairs, those kind of things. That's right. You can bring those, your own Version of that, Mm -hmm. or you can just bring a blanket and sit on the ground. And he mentioned that they reserve the front part. They closest
1: to the stage there. Closest to
2: the stage for the blanket seating so right. people don't have chairs and then they like the the chair people to sit further back for but you back, do yeah. have to bring your own
1: Yes yeah they're uh, not provided you don't pick them up on your way in Right so <laughs> they they got
2: nothing for right. this. so yeah. um if you come with nothing then you're just sitting on the, the bare ground which exactly. you know you can do that too Yeah
1: just, and people make an evening of it cuz they can bring food in and have a picnic right. dinner right. actually the last couple of years they've had food trucks there right. so that you can purchase things which is great they also um allow alcohol there in the Park. If you purchase a wristband for a dollar, the city requires yes. that, and then as, as long as you're of age and you purchase a wristband, then you can consume what you've purchased, what you've brought in, as far as alcohol goes. Right, and I think
2: that's within reason. Yeah,
1: mm-hmm. obviously, yeah, abs- right. Abs- but you
2: do, they do check your ID. Yep. Mm-hmm. And then once they check your ID and you pay your little dollar, then you get the wristband, and you can consume. The beer or wine that you've brought with you.
1: Exactly, exactly. You know, it's really uh, very family-oriented because a lot of families come because it is, like John stressed, it is free and something that he mm-hmm. believes really in that it stays free. You know, um, he mm-hmm. has great support within the, um, within the city and with the Warehouse Theater, of course, that, that helps sponsor this event. And I'm sure they have other show sponsors, but sure. they want to keep this free so that they can introduce Shakespeare the way that they do to the masses. You know? They do,
2: yeah. they mm-hmm. do. And like we mentioned, there is some... Something of a sound system mm-hmm. and something of a lighting system. So right. as the sun goes down, they do have a little bit of lighting, but it's nothing like you'd get in a, in a theater that has right. a bunch of lighting instruments. It's exactly. just a basic floodlight mm-hmm. just so you can see what's yes, happening. That's right. And it's also worth mentioning there is, they do have a concession stand yep. mm-hmm. and you can buy some light snacks and candy bars and right. bottles of water and soda and that kind yeah, of thing. Absolutely. I don't think they actually sell alcohol. No. Mm-mm. So it's just kind of soda and water and that kind of that's thing. That's right. But some snacks there. If you if you didn't bring anything with you, you can. And some of that money, of course, supports the company. Yeah. So and they take great. donations
1: after the show. Yes, you know, they there's, do a pass there's the no, Yeah, they pass the pillowcase or they walk around with yes. us and, and it's great and it's you know, wonderful. They get some really nice support from that um, as well. And people, you know, they know that that's going to happen. And um, it's just one way to to show your support of the organization and mm-hmm. help it keep growing and prospering. That helps pay for some of the the sets and some of the lighting right. instruments that they now use and also the amplification um that they have in the park, which you know, because sometimes they get groups up to like A thousand people, John mentioned, you know, for some real popular shows. So you want the the voices to be heard as as far as you possibly can.
2: That's correct. And there are public restrooms. Mm -hmm.
1: They're in the park. Mm -hmm.
2: They're in the, it's what is already in the park. And there Mm -hmm. are some, I guess the closest ones are probably up there where the restaurants are. Mm -hmm. You got Spill the Beans Beans and and... it's a couple of the little restaurants and and commercial spaces up there. And there's some public restrooms right there that Mm -hmm. you can access. Those are probably the quickest. Yeah. Um you will see the stage is very very simple. It's kind of just a what, a concrete platform kind of thing. Yep. Mm-hmm. And then they that and that's there all year round. So right. if and you're in build, Falls Park right. you will see that little concrete platform. And then platform. they build
1: up on that. Right. Mm-hmm. Yeah. And they'll
2: put up, you know, various walls and furniture and mm-hmm. set bits and pieces right. on that for each show and then behind that you'll see tents and that's of course the dressing room so exactly. the backstage space yep. mm-hmm. so that's that's kind of what you'll see but there there isn't there isn't a tent provided for audience there's no chairs provided for audience Let's it's all your on own. You.
1: b-y-o-b <laughs> bring your own
2: Bring your own blanket.
1: Blanket. There you go.
2: <laughs> or B-Y-O-C, bring your own chair.
1: <laughs> That's <laughs> so right. It's
2: really, it's a lot of fun. It is. And it's, it's a nice
1: it's evening out. Casual. And as the sun goes down, it's you know even on a warm day, it starts to get a little cool and it's real comfortable. And yeah. your, the water's running in the background and it's just just kind of a natural mm-hmm. uh, cooling going on. It's it's, it's really nice. It's,
2: it's great. Fun. So we recommend it. Absolutely. And so to keep up with Upstate Shakespeare Festival, the best place I think to go is their Facebook page. Mm-hmm. And so this is what you can monitor you can get information on the shows that they're doing. Uh, they have little advertisements on there, little clips, video clips, that kind of thing. The photographs that he mentioned in his interview, mm-hmm. that'll be posted there. Right. And if there's any cancellations because of weather, right. it will be announced there. there. Well. Yep. So mm-hmm. their Facebook page is called the Warehouse Theater's Upstate Shakespeare Festival. Mm-hmm. That's what it's called on Facebook. So that's their social media place. That's where to get the most up-to-date information. You can also go to the Warehouse Theater's website. It's warehousetheater.com slash season slash upstate dash Shakespeare dash festival.
1: Oh, my gosh.
2: <laughs> so Sorry. That's a bit cumbersome. Yeah, you can Google also it. like <laughs> go to through the if you go to the main page, it's under some of those drop down yeah. menus that you see. So you can mm-hmm. fish it out that way, too. And they've got a little bit of information there. But honestly, their Facebook page is probably the most up to date information. Yeah. Yeah,
1: it's great fun. And two productions coming this summer that'll be there in the park. And then John, of course, mentioned this library season, which we'll have yeah, Shakespeare readings. I'm really readings curious weekend. about that. Me too. Me too. I think that'll be really fun. Yeah. So good stuff happening. And yeah, we look forward to seeing it.
2: Yeah. So look out for that coming up. Upstate Shakespeare's Festival's Romeo and Juliet opens in Falls Park in downtown Greenville on thursday may 23rd and mm-hmm. runs thursdays through sundays through june 16th
1: right and those are all evening performances beginning at 7 p.m and going till they're done yeah that's it that's so it
2: check it out because it's free
1: it's free people go buy some <laughs> dinner downtown grab some ice cream afterwards you know
2: and have a seat in the park and watch them um, wash um, them wash them um. wash them Watch some Sean Connery.
1: <laughs> watch some shows, people. Yeah.
2: watch Yeah. Watch some theater. Sh- yeah, some watch, Shakespeare. Watch right? some watch some I can't, you I can't can. do it. You can't I cannot it, no. say some Shakespeare. Oh there we go. There you go. Jeez.
1: Okay.
2: <laughs> it's a challenge. <laughs> All right. So that's Shakespeare. Yeah. But there's like a million other things going on in the That's right. There sure are. So let's we, get into it, Bruce. You got it.
1: So now playing in the upstate of South Carolina for the week of May 12, 2019, opening Market Theater in Anderson opens the musical Bonnie and Clyde, Friday, May 17th, and runs Fridays through Sundays through June 2nd. Continuing, Center Stage in Greenville continues The Farce, Noises Off, on Thursday, May 16th, and runs Thursdays through Sundays through May 25th. On Tuesday, May 21st, Center Stage in Greenville continues its Fringe Theater production of Tigers Be Still and offers its final performance on Wednesday, May 22nd.
2: Greenville's Cafe and Then new show, Nightmare on Main Street, continues Thursday, May 16th and runs Wednesdays through Saturdays through Saturday, August 3rd. Alchemy Comedy Theater offers a variety of improv and sketch shows at various times on various days at Coffee Underground in Greenville. Check the individual theater's websites for more details. Follow. Hello there, theater people. We hope you are enjoying spending time in the green room. Want to stay updated? Like and follow Thespis in the Green Room on social media. Find us on Facebook, Twitter, and Instagram, at ThespisG. That's at sign ThespisG, T-H-E-S-P-I-S-G. Want to support Thespis in the Green Room? If you like what you're hearing and want to encourage us to continue conversations in the Green Room, you can become a patron of the show. Visit our Patreon page. That's Patreon, P-A-T-R-E-O-N dot com slash ThespisG. And donate today. No amount is too small, and every little bit helps. Patrons will receive special content and audio extras through our Patreon page. Check it out at Patreon.com slash ThespisG.
0: Good night and thank you, whoever. We are grateful you found her a spot on the sound radio. We'll think of you every
1: time. She- Special thanks to Dick Stevens of Stevens Magic and Fun. He can be found on Facebook at Stevens Magic and Fun.
2: Thespis would like to extend a big thank you to our fellow podcasters, Teddy and the baseman for their help and guidance. Listeners can find Teddy and the baseman at teddyandthebaseman.podbean.com or through podcast players, iTunes, Google Play, and Stitcher. Thespis in the Green Room is a Courageous Crossings production. Music used in this podcast is licensed by ASCAP and BMI. What comes next? Being
1: free. well and that's all from the green room today that's all we got that's it but that's there a ain't lot. no more. there that, is a lot. a lot there is a lot, there <laughs> there's, is a lot. A lot. <laughs>
2: there's a whole canon of information see what i did there <laughs> you did, I, see like what it. I, did yeah, there? I like that a whole canon, canon. yeah
1: right. and
2: we don't mean like boom canon <laughs> we mean a big book of shakespeare plays
1: that's right so. well until next time melanie that's it we'll see you
2: Alrighty. all right bye, bye.